just relax for a moment. You're free of the carbonite. You have hibernation sickness. I can't see. Your eyesight will return in time. Where am I? Jabba's palace. Who are you? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys. From the past, present, and future, you are listening to episode number 63. My name is Jason, and joining me from IGrewUpStarWars.com, Yoti Kermudgeon. Tom. Hello, Tom. What's up, guys? Good day. Glad to be here once again. Yeah, it's been a while. It has. Yep. <laughs> also, like a long while. Yeah, a long while. Um, what, six months? Has it been only six months? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. We're, it's we're been here, a while. So everybody just shut yeah up. we're here now our uh, i think you know we had about five or six listeners but i think a couple of them probably unsubscribed by now yeah we're down to we're two down to two and that's 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 jason that's jason and i and ryan if he remembers exactly what <laughs> right what also joining us from jedibusiness.com and the Toy Run podcast. Chris B. Hello, Chris. Hello. How's everybody? Doing well. Chris, can you just do me a favor? Can you say the words Star Wars figures? <laughs> say the way you don't even think about it. Just say Star Wars figures. <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't that nice? At least, you know, now people found something else to hate on than, uh, than a sail barge. Don't worry, don't. <laughs> I think uh, they didn't find that. Something else. I, I think the way you pronounce figures is just fine, Chris. I don't. I have no idea. I, I read it, that comment. I have no idea what they're talking about. Just figures. Yeah. Figures. Star Wars figures. That's, I thought he was uh, talking about Jake. Oh. Oh, that might be. So, Tom, you're picking on the wrong person. I always thought Jake had a weird speech impediment. <laughs> that Jake makes up words from time to time. Every picture you see of that kid, he's got a big gaping maw. I'm not sure why. He was just a mosquito attractor. <laughs> what does that even mean? We're starting off. <laughs> I'm back, everybody. All right. Also joining us from Star Wars Collecting Cosmos and on U- you, YouTube Chris. is Mr. BYZ, our good friend Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, good to be here again. I've been digging your YouTube reviews. I really like them. I like how you just cut to the point. You don't have these super long intros and, you know, just some of these stuff. I, I, I never understood a YouTube video where they're trying to review something where it's like seven minutes into the video before you actually see exactly. the product. Like, I don't understand even why do I need to watch somebody open a package? That can be edited out. So. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean... I, I actually watch a lot of YouTube uh, Star Wars figure reviews, and I enjoy – most of them I enjoy. But some of them, like the intros, just go on and on and on. It's like I like I yeah. like when you just cut to the point. Your videos are quick, informative. So um, 
That was always my point. So uh, if you're on YouTube, I su- suggest you subscribe to, I mean, I know it's supposed to be Mr. Byzy, but I think the easy way is just Mr. BYZ on YouTube. MRBYZ, yeah, that's it. And also joining us from this week in Star Wars, Matt Fox. Hello, Matt. Hey, Jason. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hey. Hi. Good to have you on the show. Always. You've been busy. You've been on at least two of the last Star Wars Action News episodes, right? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So. You'd think we all recorded one show and they cut it in half or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. I might cu- maybe I should cut this show into like four or five. That that way. Oh, there you go. New content. So okay, so everyone on the next episode will be discussing Star Wars toys. All right. All right. Is that some sail barge music playing in the background? That's Tom's. No, like close That was close to counters. It was my oh, phone. I that Sorry. Was Tom's it was, it was music so he could fall asleep. Because Tom's <laughs> going to sleep through most of this because we're not really discussing much was, vintage that, tonight. It's a wind floating through my head. All right. So um, let's kind of do what we, we have done a lot in the past is just. Uh, Go around and see if anybody's picked up anything recently. Tom, I'll start with you. Any new purchases since we've... Uh... Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I I, I know Seth from uh, Plastic Galaxy Toys. I think he's in Oklahoma. I'm not sure if, if he's somewhere else. Please forgive me, Seth. But uh, I got a uh, AFA-80 Indiana Jones figure from the classic vintage kenner line and it is awesome i agree i'm a little envious yeah so that's the newest thing but man it is it just it's it's awesome it wasn't it wasn't cheap but it is it is in great shape and so are you gonna go is he sitting with my uh uh, indiana jones replica props downstairs are you gonna are you gonna complete that line uh no, you know I might get a Marion and then maybe we'll just oh. end it there. That's I don't want to get <laughs> I don't want to get too uh too into it, but I know Marion's hard to find too in good shape. She is expensive, yeah. Those aren't those figures. What did, did they come out in eighty two or eighty three? Eighty two. Eighty two. Yeah, I I still yeah. remember seeing those on the shelf and. I I walked by those figures so many times. Yeah. It's not even funny, and I didn't even get second thought and i just should have snapped i can still see them sitting at uh meyer thrifty acres in uh jenison michigan back in the 82 i guess and i think they were still there in 83 payless drugs i think they were still hanging out on the shelves in 83 because um i just people just didn't weren't buying them Ah, i feel so bad i should have just snapped and then i remember the temple of doom figures came out and i thought there's no way I'm buying these figures. <laughs> they are a little different, yes. You can't really say snap them up when you're 12 because it's like you just still have to ask mom and yeah. dad or blow, blow the money you saved up taking out the trash yeah. and stuff. So s- forgive me, snapping up isn't really the, the best choice of yeah. words there. Now, uh, let's move on to Chris. Um, man, you've got a podcast every week where you discuss what you've picked up recently. So, um, anything of note that you found recently? Um, well, Walmart had this really cool sale with the uh, the five dollar 
Black Series 6-inch figures. So I got lucky with those. was able to find some snow troopers and some adapt drivers and found almost all of Wave 2, basically. So that was nice for five bucks. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, no, not not much, really. Um, I mean, the sail barge, right? <laughs> that's kind of a, a big purchase. So, um, yeah, that's. I think that's about it for me. Oh, the uh, Forces of Destiny Luke came, the the Bespin Luke with uh, Yoda. I got that off of the uh, the Hasbro toy shop, um, the eBay store, because they actually had free shipping. That came, but I haven't opened it yet. But it looks uh, looks super cute. Mm, okay. Um, Ryan. Gosh, uh, let's see. Since last Not time we talked, <laughs> everything's last time. Just recently. Um, well, I could say I bought a house, right? Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm slowly working on getting that done. But actually, most recently, I bought some display cases. I bought some Daytoff cases from Ikea to put a lot of my uh, Hot Toys and Sideshow in. And I bought some more bookcases uh, as I slowly get my collection arranged right now. Nothing's really displayed, but it's getting arranged as it is. I spent about three hours in my garage getting things done today. But uh, as far as recent purchases, uh, um Nothing really. No, I've just been buying stuff for to help with display. I, yeah. I think that's cool. Matt, what about you? Um, let's see. I got apart from clearance stuff at Walmart's, like Chris. Um, uh, what are you, the Force Link Emperor? Got one of those off eBay. Oh, the the single carded um, one. Since yeah, since it probably isn't going to show up mm. here, but of course, since I bought one, it will. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you for taking. Huh. Yeah, I took that the bullet a, on that. One. That is a nice yeah. figure. That's. Uh, I think that's the best. That's probably one of my favorite figures they've done in the last year. I love that one. That's very good. Yeah. It's a great figure. Uh, let's see. I got a Trilogo Lobot Vintage. Nice. Um, they picked. They, yeah. they sure picked a dandy and, photo for that one. Yeah, no, that's why I want to get the ones that have different photos, you know. So, it's, uh, but uh, yeah, I thought you'd appreciate. Nice. But that's it. I mean, you know, there's, it's just, I guess we're sitting around waiting for April, right? Yeah, somebody just fell off a chair. Um, anyways, I think it was. <laughs> um, you know, I haven't really picked up anything in a long time. I kind of got, um, kind of just took a break from Star Wars in general. I. I don't know what happened, but I just, well, I got, you know, I got pneumonia that didn't help, but, um, I, uh, I'm trying to complete the 82 to 84 masters of the universe collection. So I picked up some of those figures and, uh, got a wind Raider with, if you know, he, man, I got the wind Raider without, with uh, perfect wings, no cracks. The pegs are in pristine condition. Um, star Wars. Oh, I did get an empty creature cantina box. The vintage Kenner box, a really nice box. I do like collecting the empty Kenner boxes for my display in my vintage room. I can't really afford the sealed ones, or if I could, I don't think I'd appreciate them as as, as much as I should. So a nice empty box for me is good enough. Um, but you have a I loose do. one I have already, a really right? Nice a complete one, one. Yeah, yeah. So I've yeah. got them displayed together. They look really nice displayed together. Um, and then another thing, not really a toy, but um, for Christmas, my mother-in-law got me the uh, IDW uh, Star Wars, the classic newspaper comics by Russ Manning. It's volume one, 
and it's got the uh, vintage uh, comic strips uh, from, I think it starts around, I think this book starts around maybe 78, um, and I just started reading it. It's excellent, so if you're into that kind of old vintage comic strips, I can't recommend this book enough. Volume 2 is coming out soon. I'm looking forward to that one. Is it out it's already? Out. Oh, I saw it in okay, New York. So I'm going to definitely need that one. You know, um, Dark Horse reprinted the comics um, in the 90s, but they kind of they colorized them a bit and they kind of rearranged some of the panels. And it's those are still fun, but this I, I like this. This is more truer to the original spirit of the newspaper comics. So it's a good it's a it's a good one. All right, so. Recently, New York Toy Fair. Um, I want to say, uh, anyone listening to this, you might, you definitely also want to check out uh, Toy Run episode ninety-eight. I finished that this weekend, um, and has a really good rundown of a lot of this, of all of this stuff. So, Chris and Jake are doing a great job with that show. So, so definitely well, go check you. out episode ninety-eight <clears throat> for uh, for this stuff too. Um, Matt Fox, you were there. So yes. why don't you just kind of give us a little rundown of the uh, experience? Well, I mean, there's there's Toy Fair at the Javits Center, which is just the huge convention, the trade show, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's, you know, my only real comparison is like Celebration, and it's much bigger than Celebration, just in terms of space. And, you know, it's everything from every possible toy in the world. So the Star Wars stuff is... You know, there's there's an action figure section and there's Star Wars stuff within that, which is which is neat, but not a whole lot. And then there's the Kenner thing, or the Hasbro show that we're all that everybody cares about. And it's at a different place, invite only sort of thing. And that's where they reveal all the product. And that's, you know, what everybody sort of focuses on. The other companies have theirs too, Lego, Mattel and all that. But, you know, they don't. They didn't have a lot of Star Wars stuff to show this year. So, um, but, you know, looking at what Hasbro had to offer, it was a really, it was a good one for, you know, the first time in a couple of years. Well, really ever since, which was probably four or five years ago, you know, they actually had new stuff to show because we've got a movie coming out in three months as opposed to nine months. So they didn't have that. And, you know, Chris and Jake talked about yeah. that on the show. Last week, um, you know, it was just it was nice to have, you know, actual product on, you know, in the slides and down in the uh, showroom. So we got to see a lot of solo stuff. I was a little worried there wouldn't be that much there until it started leaking the last couple of days ahead of time that I thought it would be like that toy show in Europe where there was just the couple figures that they had out and, you know, a really, really limited preview. So. You know, it was nice to see the solo stuff. It was nice to see the the cards and what they were going to look like and, you know, confirmation on, you know, what the Force Talk 2 was going to be, the Force Link 2 mm -hmm. was going to be. It was nice to see the vintage stuff. I mean, I know we're going to talk about all this in depth, but and then, of course, there was the sail barge. So, you know, there was, you know, it was a really sort of overwhelming show for for yeah. once. Which was um, cool. As we talk about this stuff, I'm actually on uh, from forlomtozuckus.com. That's Jake's page. Um, he did a pretty good. Uh, he kind of gathered a lot of uh, information from the show. 
So if you go to from forlamdazakis.com, click on the uh, New York Toy Fair coverage, you might get an idea of what I'm actually um, kind of looking at as we go through this stuff. First off, the solo, the solo merchandise, I did not think they would show anything because typically they're not showing new movie stuff at, at Toy Fair. I know that's to preserve a lot of the secrets. And uh, I actually thought we would see the product when it got when it hit eBay, like we have been for the last couple of films. Well, the big difference this time around is that we get the movie release in May, yeah. right? Yeah. Instead of December, so that's that's yeah, a big I deal. Guess it, it did make quite a difference. And really, if you think about it, you know, before we would have uh, for Last Jedi, we had the toys by this time before the movie. So having the figures announced kind of. Works with that too. Um, I'm gonna start with Tom, Tom the uh, OT curmudgeon. What uh, what's your what's your first impression of some of this solo stuff? Does it do anything for you, or does it kind of turn you off as a as a guy who's not gonna be buying any of this stuff? What's your first thought? And you can be honest. Uh, be honest. I'm I have no interest in any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Uh, it looks like there's a new trooper. What is it called? Uh, Mimban. I'm not sure if that's Chris. Is that a location or something? I don't even know what that means. Splint of the Mind's the Eye. Stormtrooper Mimban. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they, he looks pretty cool. So uh, I don't know. It's fine. I love it. <laughs> I love it all. Buying it. Ever. I'm buying everything. Um, when I first saw the, these figures, so the the basic figures, they've got like a kind of a, you know, they're kind of repeating what they've done with the the other films. They've got a basic five POA line, although some of the figures probably have a little, few more than five points of articulation. Um, but the basic figures are Kira, Chewbacca, Range Trooper, Stormtrooper, Mimbon, and then a re-release of Luke Skywalker, Jedi Master from Force Awakens or the last jedi maz Kanata from the last jedi which is a new figure um k2so repack first order stormtrooper repack and princess leia hoth from empire and that looks like a pretty good figure i'm not excited about these figures yet i'm not really that excited about han solo the movie but i want to be i'm just not yet but you know chris are you or what do you think are you do these figures make you excited for the movie did the movie make you did the preview make you excited for the figures yeah, I'm I'm really really excited okay. at this point. Um, I I love the figures that they showed. I thought they looked really good. Um, also like the Han Solo trailer. Um, I thought it looked really really good. I um, it, you know the only issue I have is that I feel like I haven't really uh, digested the Last Jedi mm-hmm. yet. You know, I remember the uh, watching the Force Awakens, and then we have Maz's castle, and then. You know, a few months later, we talked about that sequence, and we're like, well, we have no idea what any of those aliens are called. Yeah. Or we don't have the names memorized, you know. And uh, <laughs> and um, well, then we got Rogue One, and now we have Last Jedi. And I feel like, um, you know, it just hasn't sunk – it has not sunken in yet, right? And here we are. We're getting another movie with more aliens and more stuff. And um, – it's just a lot of stuff to take in, you know. I mean, we're used to getting movies every three years, basically. You right. Know? Um, and I'm still kind of struggling with that aspect of it, right? So with the prequels, you know, you have all these years to look forward to. You get all these little 
behind the scenes images and George Lucas select pictures and, you know, the web documentaries and all that. And so you little by little, you know, you, there's a build up there. And we did have to build up with the, uh, the episodic movies. But for the standalone movies, I feel like there's not enough time to really have a build up. Right. So it's just kind of like here it is now. And um, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe if we don't have too much time to think about things and, and you know, story and all that stuff. Uh, maybe we'll be able to enjoy it a little bit more. I don't know, but I'm I'm excited. I like the trailer, and uh, I think the uh, the stormtroopers that they showed, uh, the stormtrooper figures that they showed looked really good. So, you know, man, that Lando figure, that the face expression looks great. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this for sure. Uh, Ryan, do these uh do these new uh, offerings for Han Solo or Solo, do they have you excited? Are you looking forward to this stuff, or is it just like or you're like me, where it's just like another thing, and you're not really sure. Actually, I think the figures look great. Uh, Solo is one of these movies where I haven't been that excited for it. And, you know, the trailer hit, and I thought it looked pretty cool. But still, I just – this wasn't a movie I feel like any of us asked for. It's definitely not something I really asked for or wanted. But there are some cool designs on these figures. Uh, some of these troopers that we're getting just look really cool. Uh, the Mimbin that you, uh, that you mentioned there – and um, what's the other? The range trooper. That's the one that has like, like hoff pieces and like a cloak and stuff. Um, they look really good. And where the sculpts have been and the paint jobs have been lately, I, I really have been liking this stuff. So um, I don't know. These look like cool figures. Plus, it's all brand new stuff. Uh, most of this is brand new characters, even. Um, so it's kind of exciting in that way. Uh, it's not as exciting as say like getting a new Luke Han or like. Harrison Ford Han, but um, and Leia, but this is uh, these are still really cool to see, and it makes me excited to pick these up. That stormtrooper Mimbom, the way he's holding his rifle, does he have? Do you think some extra articulation in his arms or elbows, or do you think he's just static posed like that? You know, it's hard to say because I know Hasbro's talked about wanting to get you know articulation where it's needed at times in these figures. And so, I mean, if it's pre-posed like that, you're going to want to put him with the gun, obviously. But uh, it'd be nice to have, like, some sort of elbow articulation on him if they, they want to give us that, that pose. That'd be cool. Uh, I'm pretty sure that at the uh, the presentation, they did say that uh, he had some extra okay. joints. That's good. So he's not just so he's cool. not just in a static pose, like always holding his rifle. Like right. the no, they, they wanted a they made him yeah they made a point of saying look he can hold his rifle like a stormtrooper okay. should be able to you know without him looking okay weird so. and Matt are you excited about do these toys make you excited about the movie do the movies make you excited about the toys I was I mean you know you you hear like Ryan just said you know nobody asked for a Han Solo movie well. No, I didn't ask for Rogue One either, and I really liked that. Mm. You know, I would have said, do we really need to see how the Death Star plans got captured? Isn't that been told 18 times in the Legends continuity or whatnot? But Rogue One's like my favorite Star Wars movie since Empire Strikes Back. So, you know, I'm I'm all for Han Solo. I mean, I like the character. The I always liked Han. I always liked Lando. So I'm fine with it. I've I've been looking forward to it. I just... You know, do you hear the scuttlebutt that, you know, there's, you know, well, we know about what happened to the directors and all that. 
So I just hope they do a good job with it. But I'm excited for it. And these toys look great. I had no idea what to expect because it was so under wraps. But, you know, I like the cards. I like the way they use yellow, you know, for whatever reason that they've incorporated that color into it. It looks good. And the, you know, and the, and the sculpts, you know, they, they always said we're going to do five POA, but the sculpts are going to be really good. And, you know, by and large, they've, you know, they, followed through on that. They've these definitely really improved good. since they started. What was it? When did they start these? Like 2000, was it 2014 when they first started pushing these five POA oh. figures with the, wasn't it 2013? It was about the time Rebels was, started, wasn't it? Well, it was, there was that battle. There was the best battle pack. Yeah. Yeah, but that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was far right? better yeah. than the but single like, release they started stuff they doing did that, that first, those early waves of, like, Endor and Hoth. Those figures, mm-hmm. those figures yeah, are terrible. Yeah, that was the Switch. The Endor wave is they awful, are. yes. So, um, yeah. So they've definitely improved. I, I, I'm happy with what they're doing. Um, they did some two pack, a couple showed a couple two packs. They've got, I don't know, I don't think these are gonna. This first two pack I'm looking at, it's Han and Chewie covered in mud, with shackles on their legs. Han's got a, um, eight is that an Adat commander outfit or something on? Yeah, looks to be. Yeah. Um, I just can't imagine these are gonna look very appealing on the pegs. I, I just don't, I don't see these selling very well, unless they. Sh- yeah, this is what like I'm excited about because you see Han in an Imperial outfit, and I'm assuming it's going back to his days when he was with the yeah. Imperials, and it's Chewie without the bandoliers. Like they're completely different versions of the figure. So I, I'm actually mm. kind of excited. I know they're very drab with all the mud all over them, not colorful, but I don't know. I the I other the cool. other two pack with Lando and uh, uh, I don't know who this other person is. Droid. Is that a droid? The cat Castle Guard. Okay. Oh, it's a Castle Guard. That looks okay. much more appealing to me. That guard yeah. looks really cool. And that's where you get Lando. Yeah. Right. And that's the only so, way you get Lando in the... Is that the only Lando? Okay. So. And the the one that I'm worried about is there's also the Finn and Phasma. Right. Pack. Didn't they put that up on Entertainment Earth so you could order that? I think I already did. Yeah, they did that. put that yeah. on Entertainment Earth. So. Oh, yeah. did they? Yeah. Yeah. Like on its own? Yeah. Okay. And a couple other things. Good. They had it shown on the shelf with all the hat, with all the solo stuff. Yeah, maybe show. it's gonna maybe it'll come back out in a, in a solo packaging. Okay, and then an, another for the three and three quarter inch line, they've got this new Millennium Falcon. Um, it looks quite a bit different than what we're used to. Tom, what's your thought on the new Millennium Falcon? <laughs> wake up, Tom. <laughs> so you can you can stuff the new Han Solo into the back. So it's that's fun, but isn't it a little bit sad too? I mean, growing yeah, up with yeah, a vintage. No, I, didn't, I didn't mean it was fun. I meant my. I I meant fun as in I want to throw myself out of a window. I, we were so we were fun. spoiled growing up with vintage toys. Well, I I don't know what the deal is. If it's just too cheap or it's no one's going to buy a Falcon anymore. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. So they want to make it as small and quick and yeah. But what they need to do is bring the big. Millennium Falcon back in every freaking version they could come up with. I mean, that thing the, was awesome. The big one, like probably the 2008 big that. one? I don't right, think they exactly. can afford to bring that back. Do another Kickstarter. Yeah. Okay. Hasbro. Oh, you know, I, the the vintage Falcon is so fun. I, I don't know why they can't retool that to make it more compatible with this new movie, but... I'm sure they can. Yeah. 
if they wanted to. The thing is, I don't know what. Chris, do you have any idea why this damn thing is so small? I want answers. Well, you would think price is one thing, right? And then right. Uh, having the kids being able to carry it around easily, you know. I mean, that's when when I hear small size, that's what I think of. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen it in person yet. Um, Matt, is that is that thing really as small as we all think, or is it bigger than? No, it's it is small. It's the smallest falcon yet. Yes, <laughs> yes, but it's not that much smaller than the. The vintage one, yeah, that they kept pumping out through what uh, two thousand and five. But the vintage one, I mean, you can sit people into the gunner chair. You can put two can, people in it. They can yeah, play I mean, chess. I don't know why the back doesn't open up. They they I keep mean, going like this. You're going to get an outrider next time. An outrider oh, size. Uh, that is one of my least favorite right. vehicles of all time. I mean, they wouldn't let you touch it uh, at the show. You know, there was a, you know, there was a spokes model there who was showing it off and. You know, had no idea what she was holding because, you know, you'd I asked her questions, you know, like where the, you know, the escape ship pops mm -hmm. out in, of the front. And I said, is that a spoiler there that, I um, mean, you know, or is that something that, you know, Hasbro cooked up, you know, as a feature? And she was like, oh, we designed, you know, she had no idea what she was talking about. But, <laughs> you know, but I would have loved it to have been <laughs> fly on that wall. Yeah. But you couldn't hold it, so I have no idea what sort of heft it has to it, if it feels, you know, feather light, or if, you know, there's the electronics in there give it some mm -hmm. feeling of substance. But I mean, the fact that it holds one figure in the cockpit, and, I mean, that's the Millennium Falcon, so it right? Really, is, so, you, you know, at least so two So you cannot put two there. figures in the cockpit? No, oh. no. I mean, maybe you can by shoving them in there, but if there's one If you throw this seat. thing off a bridge... Will it survive the impact when it hits the... Uh, I have no idea. They wouldn't let us touch it. I mean, my, my impression would be it might just sort of float down. You can you can, you can can lay Han Solo and Chewbacca <laughs> on top of each other, but that's just a whole different yeah. movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the vehicles just uh -huh. aren't what they used uh, you to know, be. We see, we see in the trailer, you know, how many people are up there in the trailer? Three or four mm. of them, you know, like in every movie we've seen. Yeah. And this is definitely not going to be able to recreate that. I mean, to me, it looks Socially fun, honestly. I think it looks like fun. Well, fun is important. You have the, these buttons that you press, and and you have the lights. It lights up. The hull lights up. It explodes. You know, you can see, you can transform it into the way the Falcon looks like in the original trilogy. So that stuff is all cool. But, you know, I'm not feeling the price point of $100. I feel like this should be more like 50 bucks, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm kind of with you on that. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, like a new take on the Falcon. I mean, the fact that this is made for children, right? I mean, we're clear on that, right? This is not mm -hmm. the uh, the collector's item that we all want. Um, so this is for kids. I think it's too expensive at $100. It should be more like $50. They, they, sorry, and, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, as, you know, as, as for the vehicle itself, I think it's fine, you know, for, for what they're trying to accomplish, for what they want it to be for, for kids, you know. Is it as much fun as what we had with the Kenner Falcon? I don't think so. I mean, the Kenner you, stuff. Chris, that the Kenner Falcon was also made for kids. Yeah, but think about all the play features you had with the Kenner one, right? I mean, you pop the back off. You know, you have you can put your figures in. You have the chess uh, thing there. You have the smuggler department there. You know, it was a playset. Yeah, you have the ramp. You know, even though it wasn't really functional, like you could lift it up and down. 
um, you could do something. You could play with this thing, you know. And it felt like, um, you know, the fact that you could open up the back. It kind of felt like you could recreate some of the movie magic, you know. Well, you, some of the you, stuff the, yeah, this is just a another. It's another thing that's going to end up in the uh, Five and Dime store. In, in this um, two weeks. so and this Falcon comes with the exclusive nap time nap time Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Coffin coffin canopy Han Solo. <laughs> exclusive to the Falcon. All right. Well, of course. I guess people are going to buy this I piece of crap. When, when Lando's like, what have you done to my ship? I think Han actually made it better because if this is what how Lando had it, I approve of whatever whatever Han decided well, I mean, to do. You, you look at the features, which are basically, you know, the panels mm-hmm. fly off it, you know, like Chris was saying. And when they fly off underneath, you can see the Falcon that we know. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so that's sort of, I mean, I think they wanted to go for that sort of, you know, like, it's not a transformer, but it sort of transforms into what you... That's the features mm-hmm. on this one. So, you know, it's like every... fit. You know, we have how many different Falcons now? Four? Yeah. Five? And, you know, each one's sort of got its, you know, unique characteristics. They're never going to make one as good as the 2008. No. no. So, you know, make a different one. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, maybe after the movie, I'll appreciate the new design more. It's possible, right? Not worried about. I'm not. I'm not talking about the design. The di- design is fine. Yeah. It's the playability yeah. and what you're getting for a hundred dollars right. is not. You know. I don't, I'm not. I, I'm not as far as it. like the electronics, you know, my son is two, and already he way prefers toys that have noise and lights and sound. He, you know, I don't know if it's kids these days, but whatever. It's 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 a reality with him. The toys he has that make sounds and talk. And light up. He will play with the toys that don't. He doesn't really care about. And he's only two, and he's already at that that level. So maybe they're doing what they th- think is right. You know what they think kids want. Hey Matt, can you take the nose cone off that Falcon? What uh, you mean? For the classic the triangle classic, at the yeah yeah yeah. It comes off as sort of an can, escape can figure, ship. Can a figure oh. fit in that escape ship? Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. It's sort of like the thing. You know that it's like an escape pod, but it's not. Okay. So it's got two bedrooms. Nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's three. You can lay down Han in three different places. You know, oh. in the back, <laughs> in the front, or in the in the escape ship. He's got three possibilities. Is this right. perfect? And also, there's a new Force Link coming out 2.0 with Bluetooth capability. Hey, I actually have a question about this, uh, Matt. You might know. Is are are the new readers, the 2.0 readers, are they going to be able to read the previous figures? I then nobody asked. Huh. I, would I think I heard so. it's backwards compatible. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'd be shocked if they didn't. That would be really dumb. But it would be. It is Hasbro. Do you still have to <laughs> shake the figures and stuff to make them talk? They okay. say it's better. I don't know. Again, we couldn't okay. touch. So. Yeah, I was wondering with the Bluetooth enabling, if maybe you can operate it through your phone and then you can just press a button in your phone to get the phrases rather than shaking and moving things, because that was kind of weird. Oh, I've been shaking uh, my base Melbus today, all day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't sound right. <laughs> good to know, Chris. It's good to know that you're, you're still healthy and able to do that. <laughs> 
Chirrut, Chirrut and Base, the two pack. I've been looking at those figures today, and um, yeah, it was. It's you know, it's it takes a while to record all of those sounds, you know, and to get the lines and all that. So. I know. I hope that they uh, understand that they need to make some improvements <laughs> at some point. Because I, I like the I like the quality of the sounds and I like the idea of it, but uh, to get them to say certain things, it's really really yeah, tricky. I really like the the the. I like that you can scan the figure and make it say lines from the movie. I think that's great. I think it's really fun. Um, I'm just too lazy to like shake it five different ways to get all the different sounds out of it. Maybe that's more my problem than the toy's yeah. problem. It my, my problem actually was more with we didn't get like classic lines. I mean, Jason, you always brought up that the uh, Balatik doesn't say tell oh, that I to Conja Club. What were they thinking? And Chirrut doesn't say I am one with the force. The force is with me. I was very disappointed with that. Yeah, I yeah. passed those. Those you'd think that line would go on him, but yeah, that's a, that seems like an obvious shoe in quote. Yeah, I don't even know anything else he says. Right. Yeah. They also showed a, a good amount of new Black Series figures, six inch, way more than I actually thought they would show. I don't know what I was. I wasn't expecting much from this. Maybe I'm just. I don't know what I thought, but they showed for the six inch. They showed what did they show? They showed from the Han Solo movie. They showed Han Solo. They showed Kira. They showed Lando Calrissian. They showed a Range Trooper. They showed. Woody Harrelson. Beckett. Yes. Yes. And uh, Hoth, Princess Leia from Empire and Admiral Holdo. Um, and then some exclusives, which a little worries me somewhat that these are exclusive because I, I don't want to, you know, the stress of trying to track these down. Although I haven't really had that hard of a time finding the more the past exclusives, So maybe it'll be fine. But they showed Zuckus, um, Mimbom Stormtrooper. Is that the one Tom wants? Um, I've I've already got six oh, okay. on order. Good. <laughs> um, a Gamorrean guard. Uh, Gamorrean guard is going to be a Target exclusive, right? That Gamorrean guard looks right. awesome. It looks yeah, so he awesome. does. He does. And um, from the Clone Wars, it's um, uh, Wolf. Is, what is he a commander? Commander Wolf. Wolf. And yep. then. They showed the Ray's speeder with Ray again, which I think is a I think re-releasing that probably not the best idea. There's I think there's plenty out there already, but I'm not in charge. And then the do back with the Storm Sand Trooper. Tom, since you're gonna and, go and, ahead, Chris. And what up? Oh, and they showed oh, yeah, the Astronaut Droid three pack. And those are Amazon. Amazon. Right. Mm-hmm. And did you say Dengar uh, Dengar and Zuckus Lando oh, yeah, and the those. Rebel Fleet Trooper. So Dengar, Dengar Zuckus, Zuckus, Lando, Lando okay. Skiffguard, and the okay. Rebel Fleet. So yes, so these all look pretty, pretty good. I think I still have a hard, I'm still having a hard time with the Hans, with the solo, with the solo figures, just because to me it seems like I, you know, I don't collect EU figures. I pretty much pass on most EU figures. To me, these look like EU figures, so I'm having a hard time deciding if I really want these in my collection. But who knows? <laughs> Um, I'll go to you, uh, Ryan. What are your thoughts on these uh, six-inch figures? I think they look great. Um, again, you know, just much like the, the three-quarter-inch figures, um, you know, the sculpts are looking good, and we're getting that new um, 
paint app technology where it's like digitally scanned or digitally printed, whatever that is. I just don't totally understand it, but it looks awesome. Um, and it makes these figures look more and more like the actual actors. Um, we even get Lando putting an eyebrow up, which is pretty cool. Um, the, uh, uh, oh, I can't forget, can't remember his name. The, uh, snow trooper looking guy. He has like, um, like actual fluffy stuff and, uh, soft goods on him. Um, so it's, it's really impressive. You know, I wasn't a big fan of the six inch figures when they first hit, but I got to say, I, I bought every one of them and I really love them now. I, I really have grown to, to, to like them and, I'm looking forward to all of these. I think they look great. Um, Tom, what do you think about these new? Uh, I love yeah, the Leia. It Leia does. looks awesome. I mean, I, I'm a I'm an OT guy, so the Leia looks really yeah, you, really good. So that's you that's could almost cool. hang that in your uh, stair stairwell. Yeah, no, but I, I wouldn't want to. All the other ones, all the other ones look good. Paint apps, like you said. I mean, if that's if that's a new kind of printing technique, it definitely looks pretty right on. But what you know, what what we see in at toy fairs is usually different than what we get on the shelves. I mean, one eye is going to be on right. the back, and and Lando's mustache is going to be somewhere down on his chest. So who, who, who knows? Yeah, I was kind of surprised, um, happily surprised to see Holdo. I know that's a pretty, it's kind of a divisive yeah. character right now. I know a lot of fans have feelings about the last jedi i don't really want to get into that but um i'm glad they they're making that figure um i'm gonna say speak up for jake i don't know if jake mentioned this or not but um i know he doesn't like it when figures come out in six inch that they haven't made in three and three quarter um and holdo's a good example do you think uh i'll ask chris do you think holdo's gonna get a three and three quarter inch figure or do you think this is gonna be it for holdo no, I'm pretty sure she's going to get a three three quarter inch one, especially now that they have the skull. Mm-hmm. I mean, all they have to do is just, uh, you know, make it smaller, basically, if they wanted to. Um, I'm sure that she's coming. They haven't shown everything at Toy Fair, right? So, and I think the press images which they sent out for the Black Series six inch line did not include Haldo either, which kind of indicates to me that she might be coming out a little later in the year. So. If she's if she's going to be released in fall of this year, um, then maybe we'll see some more announcements during San Diego Comic Con of figures that are going to accompany her, yeah. you know, in that same wave. So, um, but yeah, I think that uh, as for the three three quarter inch figure, um, I'm sure that there is one coming, if not two or three. Um, Matt, what are you? You're um, you're all in on six inch, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. What are your yeah. uh, thoughts on these? They look great. I mean, I like. I have not seen any figures with the face painting technology in stores, which because I, I Rex is the only one, right? That's out already, and I have never. I haven't seen Rex yet. I think Ray but is too. Island Journey Ray. Does Ray have? Does she? Okay, well, she. That's a good looking figure. So, you know, it, it, the face printing stuff is good. If you know, if it translates to production the way it, you know, the press images show it, it'll be fine. It's. You know, I, I don't care about Holdo one way or the other, but, you know, it's, I, I guess she's an important enough figure to get a, a character to get a figure. Um, but, yeah, I think she's she was not one of the ones that we saw boxed, which leads me to believe she's further down, you know, in, into the year than the uh, than the other mm-hmm. releases. But Leia looks great. I'm glad they're finishing the bounty hunters. 
that Kira, I guess that's her name from Solo, looked really good. I thought. Um, so you know, they're. It's clear that this is the line that they care about. At least you know, going forward. So. You know, they put the time in. I like the character selection. I'm looking forward to Tarkin. And the, and nobody's mentioned the Porgs. Yeah, so, Porgs. Porgs. You know, they were pack. very excited about the Porg 2-pack. Tom's very so, excited about that. I'm, <laughs> uh, they still make no, they, Anybody still worried about those things? <laughs> how many, um, how much are the, how much is the Porgs 2-pack going to cost? Isn't it $6? Yeah, I got 5 or $6 okay. in my and head, but. Are there multiple molds, or is it just the same two porgs in every pack? It's the same two porgs, but I think one of them, maybe even both, but I know one of them has articulated wings. So if you were to buy, let's say, two or three of those packs, then you could display them slightly different from each other. Okay. Right? You can put the wings up or down mm-hmm. or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and given, you know, that these are like a unique sized box, you know, there's nothing else this size. So they're going to ship solid cases of porgs. So I you think if gonna your floor gets them, you're going to get a lot yeah. of them. Ryan, which oh, yeah. ones uh do any of them stand out to you as better than others? Yeah. In the 6-inch? Oh, the Camorian Guard mm-hmm. by far. I mean, he looks awesome. I, it looks like they took the vintage collection Gamorrean and used that as a basis to make this figure because, of course, that vintage collection was awesome. And this this looks fantastic. Uh, I know it's something a lot of us have been wanting for quite a while, so it's, it's good to see him. Um, I, I think he stands out. Um, it's nice to see the rest of the uh, bounty hunters um, in uh, Forlom and Zakas as well as Dengar. But... Uh, yeah, probably just the Gamorrean is a big one. Well, the new solo ones too, like the Mimbon and the uh, and that uh, sniper guy, the sniper trooper. Um, and the fact that so many of them are exclusives, does that, um, Chris, does that concern you, or do you think it's fine? No, I think it's fine. I mean, that's what they've been doing for the last two and a half years now. You know, we almost get the uh, the same amount of figures as exclusives than what we're getting in the uh, the basic assortment. And so I think that's fine. I think most of these um, retailers have been not bad to deal with and find. The one that concerns me a little bit are the Walmart exclusives because um, for me, Walmart's really hit or miss. I've not found a good mm-hmm. amount of their six-inch exclusives. They had that exclusive, what was it, a Stormtrooper a couple years ago? Yeah, I never Battle saw front. that. Um, that Kylo Ren that came out last year with the base, I never saw I know. Oh, I'm still looking for that. I've never, still saw never that. seen it. I've never seen it in the store. I ordered it online. I got it off on Walmart.com back in December, but I have never and, seen it. You in know, the store. Walmart's kind of the biggest store of all of these, so you would think they might be the easiest, but um, I don't know. It's just I guess I just hit or miss with them. I'm glad the Gamorrean is a yeah, Target exclusive. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Target's one of the easiest yeah. ones to get. Yeah. Um, I. I suppose I can m- mention the centerpiece. I don't even consider these action figures. I the, the the first wave hasn't sold. I have no idea. This is my bias. I just have no idea why they're continuing with this line. These don't sell. But there's a new one with Kylo Ren and some flames. 
At least this centerpiece looks is from a scene from the movie, though. Sixty dollar scene from the movie, though. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I, I, I just don't get it. They kind of remind me of Unleashed. I think they're overpriced, yeah, but I like them. I, I wish they were cheaper, and we found most of them for cheaper mm. this last time. I do like this Kylo Ren. I, I think it looks really cool. Go ahead, Tom. I have the the previous two, yes. The previous ones, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have both of them. Yeah. My assumption, and this is pure speculation, is that this one was in the production line already, and they've decided to put it out, but this will probably be the last one we yeah. see. I could see this not even hitting shelves, going to, like, online only or something. I just don't see a retailer saying, oh, yeah, send us more of those. But, you know, who knows? At the same time, so many retailers seem to bail on, like, the, the six-inch vehicles and the the centerpieces very quickly. Uh, they were being clearanced out, it seemed, very quickly. And you, you can – especially the vehicles, you barely find those anymore. You can still find centerpieces here and there, but not very many. I think Toys R Us is about the only place you find yeah, any I of that took, anymore. Yeah, um, my son to Toys R Us this weekend, and they had, ton- they had tons of these uh, centerpieces. And they weren't – actually, I think they might have been on sale or – Buy one, get one half off, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, they buy one, get one half off on their all their Star okay, Wars stuff this last it. week. Um, and then we mentioned the three-pack of droids looks really cool. I liked that three-pack they did a couple years ago for Toys R Us. That was kind of hard to find. I found it and never saw it again. This, You know, I just got that off eBay recently. I okay. think I've forgotten it. So, my, they're all at my Toys R Us. That's crazy that they're there because ne- I've oh, only wow. found them once at ours. Yeah, they're oh, still around wow. here at one of ours. Um, but Amazon seems better to me. Online, easier. Um, anybody else? Are you guys surprised that the Praetorian Guard sold out on Amazon? No. Very. I like that figure yeah. a lot. I was surprised that this thing sold out. That's one of my. That's what. That was one of yeah. my favorites from last year. No, oh, it's a great figure. Those. So you've got that going too. Yeah, that was the one. That- had two different weapons with it too didn't it so yeah if you're trying to do all eight guards in the movie you're going to need a couple of those um anybody else got anything anybody else have anything you want to say about the six inch series before we move on great stuff overall you know there's not one figure that they showed which i thought this doesn't look right i agree really really good stuff sometimes i feel like the six inch stuff really competes with my collection of three and three quarter because they kind of stare across each other at the room you know, I think they want to rumble, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, it's hard. It, it does look nice. They're changing the packaging next year. That came out. Of, that came uh, out in the okay, Q&A. Well, that's cool. I I don't save the packaging for those figures, so it doesn't matter to me. But like when next year? Because they showed solo stuff in the red, the black no, and red. Like Twenty nineteen. Oh, okay, I got you. I'm yeah. and I'm. So I was hoping they'd go to the cards that they had for the fortieth. I'm guessing twenty twenty. No do that. clue. For the 40th of Empire, right? Yeah. That would be cool. Okay, so the next thing is the uh, Vintage Collection is returning. Um, uh, I Woo-hoo! know this is... I like... You know, I love the Vintage-style packaging. I'm a sucker for it. Um, I'm not going to... Yeah. Who isn't? It's hard. <laughs> yeah. We're all suckers it's, uh, for it. It, 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 uh, it. it does it for me. I love that stuff. Um. Now, I know this, this first couple waves, I know a lot of people are kind of disappointed that most of it is repacks. 
with a couple new figures. There's a a new Snoke figure, a new Doctor Afra figure, um, and some some new figures from the Solo movie. Um, any other new figures besides those three, those four that are coming soon? Yeah, that they well, okay, I guess they have announced some other newer ones. This is the first yeah, the first few waves. Okay, so Tom, what do you think about this vintage? What do you think about this? As somebody who collects, you know, the real vintage stuff, what do you think about this kind of modern vintage packaging? Do you think it's good, bad? Are you indifferent to it? Does it call you? Do you kind of want it, but you don't get it? Or no, I, I, Jason, I, I I hate these questions because I I know, I know, but you signed the contract to be on the show, and you got to answer the, you got to answer the questions. (laughs) It's fine. It's a, it's just it's a it's kind of a half-ass attempt to get folks that still love the vintage stuff into the new mm-hmm. modern stuff. Okay. I don't think works for anybody, but as far as the vintage design, I think it's yeah, I think it's great. I mean, you can't go yeah. wrong with the design. Ryan, what are your feelings on the first few waves being mostly repacks? Um, it's not surprising. I mean, at San Diego, they did kind of show a lot of it being the the Walmart stuff that we've got in the last few years. Only put on a vintage card. In some ways, it's kind of nice because with like the vintage carded stuff, I tend to buy one to open and one to keep on card. And so for the stuff I already have, I only have to buy a carded figure and then don't have to worry about getting another one. So it's kind of nice. Um, it's all to me. It's 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 like well, yeah, we're getting figures we already got, but it's fun to see these. New uh, new trilogy figures on a vintage card, something we've never seen, um, and it's kind of fun to to see that and see what pictures were picked for that and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I I kind of agree with that. It is fun to see the newer movies represented with vintage packaging. Chris, what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts yeah. on the mostly repacked uh, first couple waves? Um, well, I I was hoping that they would you know repack those and maybe mix them up a little, maybe uh, release just one. Two repacks at the beginning instead of so many, um, but you know I'd like I like that they're releasing them because we haven't gotten those right. We get the Force Awakens uh, on the Venture Star, we got Rogue One, we get the Last Jedi. I mean that's all great stuff. I just wish they would have spread it out yeah. a little, you know, because I'm kind of worried that they're that they might sit for a little bit on the shelf because, you know, if you've been collecting those for a while, you have those figures in your collection, and if you're not into packaging, you're not going to buy those. So, but I think it all looks great, you know, and I mean, look at this. We have, what, 20 plus years in the modern toy line and, uh, you know, nothing's ever gotten close to looking as good as the the Kenner style packaging, you know. So, you know, I'm happy that they're doing this and that they're bringing it back. And I mean, to me, that's best of both worlds. We get the great looking packaging and we get super articulated and state of the art sculpting. Um, what's not to right. like, right? So I'm excited about this, and uh, you know, I, you know, I understand it's a it's a subline. It's not the main focus. So there's only going to be like what 15 or less than 20 figures this year. Um, but at least it's something, yeah. right? And uh, word has it that 20, uh, not 20, yeah, 2019 is going to be a uh, better than uh, 2018. So I hope that that line is going to get a lot of support. I hope that they're selling a whole lot. And, uh, 
Yeah, I I'm excited for my kids to see the Kenner stuff on on uh, on the store shelves. You know, even though it's not real Kenner, but you know, it's I don't know, it's it's kind of for me, it's nostalgic. Right. You know, I feel nostalgic yeah. about it. I'm wondering if this is going to be kind of like the 40th anniversary stuff, where it appears and then it's gone. Like you got to get it now, or you're not going to get it. I mean, that's kind of what yeah, happened it, last year with the 40th anniversary stuff. For the most part, it it showed up, mm-hmm. everybody got excited, and then it was just gone. You know, I know they reshipped uh, the some of the second wave recently, but for the most part, that stuff went fast. Maybe this will be maybe this will be similar yeah. to that. Yeah, it could be. I think that that's going to be because we don't know the case assortment yet, and so we know we have these repacks, but we're also going to be getting solo characters, a few. Right. So are they all going to be in the same case? In which case, I think they'll ship plenty of them because it'll be for a new movie, at least in part. But if there's a wave and then a solo wave, yeah, I could see one getting overshipped and another being neglected. It's they got to be very careful because there aren't that many coming out this year. And if you know, if they're clogging the pegs at the end of the year, you know, if it's if it's the other extreme yeah. from the from the 40th anniversary, that's what I'm more okay. worried about is that they'll make the same mistake they made last time with mm-hmm. the vintage. And, you know, the the first waves will clog and keep the subsequent waves from ever getting to the yeah. to the stores. Um, also, the uh, Ray Island Journey figure and the Stormtrooper Mimbomb figure are going to be Walmart exclusives um, that. Mm-hmm. That's a little concerning because, like we just said, Walmart stuff can be hit or miss to find. Um, were there any other um, exclusives? I guess San Di- possibly San Diego Comic-Con is going to have an exclusive three and three-quarter inch. Mm-hmm. Did any of the other – did they announce any other retailers getting any exclusive vintage collection figures or vehicles? No. Now, no. now when, when the first vintage collection came out – Many retailers got exclusive vehicles in, like, you know, the B-Wing, the Y-Wing, the, the ATST, Slave, Slave One, one. Uh, a lot. There are a lot of it. Of, I wonder if that is in the plans for maybe 2019. Uh, you know, I get the feeling that the vehicle line in the vintage collection is going to be... Uh... Um, somewhat, uh, you know, kind of a limited mm-hmm. thing. I mean, the the assault tank. They've been uh, marketing this thing to us for close to a year now. Right. Maybe we'll get a second vehicle this year. Maybe. Um, but I wouldn't really mm-hmm. count on it. You know. So they did. They did have the assault tank there, and we've seen the Imperial Combat assault tank. Some people refer to it as the hover tank. I think the original. Artwork had this as a hover tank, but um, it didn't hover in the movie. So, what well, what vehicle would you like to see in the vintage collection? Um, that's a good question. They've done they've done pretty much most of the vehicles that I've always wanted. I don't know, Star, Star Destroyer. Destroyer. <laughs> I think they should re-release that um, Star Destroyer playset from 1980. I love that <laughs> they thing. Should. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that toy. Jason, let's knock that out. I love that toy. 
I say goodnight to it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> I have one I do the same. All right, so this this Imperial Combat Salt Tank looks great. Yeah, it does. Will it sell? I don't know. How much is it going to be? It's like 70 bucks, isn't it? That seems cheap yeah. to me. I mean, for the detail and the amount of work that went into this, $70 um, seems low. But, I mean, especially when some of the, the other vehicles we've been seeing at retail are so high. I don't know. But it's... It, no, I mean, there seems to be just as much detail and effort put into this as there is in that Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I'm just surprised it's not $100, this. But I didn't see it in person, so I don't I don't have it. Well, they haven't announced a price yet, so, right, so. Tom, you loved Rogue One. Is love an over, overuse, or you really liked Rogue One? But I you liked Rogue love, One. but I liked it. I liked yeah. it a so lot. For the, new, for the new movies, Rogue One has been the one that you, kind of, that you liked, right? And sure. would you yep. ever consider? Yep. That's would you ever consider? Maybe not the toys, but props or anything from that movie. Would you consider that kind of stuff? Uh, or no. No, uh, usually I stick to OT, but I mean, there's a lot of OT esque mm-hmm. stuff in Rogue One, which which helped me enjoy yeah. it a lot more. Um, there was a lot of cool props and guns and all kinds of. If stuff, if in the so. new Solo movie they have a lot of OT <laughs> stuff. And even if you're not so crazy about whatever else is going on in the movie, do you think that would help you like the movie more? Or From what I've seen, it, there's a lot of OTS stuff. So with me, you can't really go wrong if you're going to do a throwback to okay. the OT. Yeah. I'm always game for that. Even Rebels has a little bit of that, you know? So right. I like that. Um, the next thing I wanted to mention, it's been the talk of the Star Wars collecting community for the last week now is this new venture by hasbro it's kind of their own kind of their own kickstarter program it's called HasLab, and they they are um, proposing a vintage collection java sail barge also known as the katana i'd never even heard that but the katana i never heard that until just this recent but um it's probably something that goes back in the eu this is something this is a four and a half foot long uh, Jabba sail barge from Return of the Jedi. Um, looks very impressive. They had a model of it on the Toy Fair floor, um, a prototype. Um, but there's quite a catch, and that is, if you want this, you have to pre-order it for five hundred dollars um, U.S. And they need to sell, they need to get 5,000 pre-orders before they will commit to making it. Now, if they decide, if they don't get the the amount of pre-orders, they're not going to, you're not going to get charged for it. Um, So this really is telling collectors, you know, put up or shut up for the sale barge. Matt, you saw it in person. What are your thoughts? Yes. It's amazing. I mean... You know, if they they couldn't make a better sail barge ever. I mean, it's the definitive thing. It's the best. It's as good as the Millennium Falcon from 2008 mm-hmm. and the the big ATAT. I mean, it's it's on that level. And 
you know, it's huge. It's, I mean, it's great. And if that whatever ATACT thing is a $300 toy, then yeah, this is a $500 toy. I mean, if that's the economics of the toy business today, then it's at that price. But I mean, it was amazing. And I have to keep telling myself that it was, you know, the one that they will put out if it sells enough is going to be, you know, this is unpainted. And, you know, it's still, it looks great. So, you know, that's, it, it, it's, it's not hyperbole. Everything that the people who saw it are saying about right. it. Um, so they need 5,000 backers currently as, as of this recording, which is Sunday evening, uh, February 25th, they're at 1,954 pre-orders. So they're closing in on the 40% mark with uh, 36 days to go. Ryan, you think this is going to make it? Um, I'll admit the last couple of days only having uh, 50 backers a day uh, is a little troublesome, but I think it will. I think there's going to be a couple things that happen that push it over. Uh, number one, as with most of these things, I've done fundraising and I've done like Kickstarter type things before, and usually you get a lot of backers right away. And then you get a bunch, usually the bulk of it, right toward the end. So that last week, I think we're going to see a ton of people get in. Other people decided that they could save the money for it. Um, people who were debating, going back and forth, finally decided to get it. Uh, and maybe shops, like comic shops, and that decided to buy some for to sell in their shops. But uh, I, I think we're going to see that. But the um, – oh, shoot, where did my, my train of thought go? <laughs> um yeah, I lost it. I had something else to this do, and like I forgot really, it. This is kind of like a high-end collectible, almost. I mean, this, this is like two hot toys, right? For yeah, yeah, it is. Which you know, I I personally haven't really collected any high-end collectibles. I'm I kind of just stick to the old-fashioned toys. That's what I enjoy. So high-end collectibles is something new for me. I do consider this a high-end collectible. I think it would be a great centerpiece for my collection. I hope it goes through. I really do. Um, if you're uh, curious on ordering this, you want to check it out, go to HasbroLab.com. Um, I've heard some other podcasts, not you, not you, Chris, not Toy Run, some other podcasts telling people to go to HasLab.com. That is not the correct address. It's HasbroLab.com. If you go to HasLab.com, you're going to get some homeopathic medicine webpage. I thought maybe yeah. the porn side. So um, HasbroLab.com. Check it out. Um, if you can afford it, I think, I mean, and you want it, I don't see why you wouldn't order it. You know, the other thing I think will end up pushing it over is, you know, Hasbro's been saying that they, uh, they're they working on ways to do the international stuff. And I think mm -hmm. at some point midway they're going to make an announcement that you can order it through Specific other countries besides yeah. the U.S. and of course that'll get a bunch of orders now, in um, if they do Chris, that. Yeah, or they'll work something out with like Forbidden Planet or some somebody to yeah right you know rep it overseas. I mean yeah I mean it's you compared it to a high end collectible and it's two hot toys and all that. I mean and that's right, but you know Lego puts out a five hundred dollar set every year or every other year or so yeah. it seems. So, I mean, this is not unheard of. I mean, I bet they've sold 5,000 of that Millennium Falcon that Lego put out yeah. last year. 
and it's eight hundred dollars, right. right? So, I mean, when they first put when they announced it and they said five thousand, I thought that was a gimme. I thought, of course, five thousand people are going to get this. So I'm a little surprised that it's hasn't hit two thousand in the first week, but we'll see what the rush is. At now, the Chris, end. something I actually learned from uh, listening to last toy run is that you're talking about many other countries have a lot higher restrictions on crowdfunding, and possibly that's why this is only open to the U.S. right now. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely easier for Hasbro just to focus on the uh, the market here. And I think it's, I mean, it's such a win-win situation for them because, you know, they, they really get to test the market and see what, how big is the collector's market here? Who will spend $500 on this? And just like Matt just said, I was surprised that they don't have, I was surprised they didn't reach the goal on the first day, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, being, I mean, 5,000 backers, I understand $500 is a lot of money, but 5,000, that number to me is spread out across all of the United States um, seems like a very small number. And, you know, um, I mean, that's, you know, if, if they make it, it's great. If they, if they get 5,000 backers, great. If they don't reach this goal, it's kind of cool too, because you know why? Because then we all know that, Hey, it's time to shut up about complaining about <laughs> not getting the big vehicles. Cause you know what? Mm-hmm. I've been getting complaints about, you know, on Jedi business, I get complaints constantly about Hasbro, about this, and they don't do this, and they don't do that, and, you know, and it's just complain, 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 complain. And now they given, and now they are giving us the opportunity to really get a shot at right. this. And so, you know, and we will see. I mean, if this, I mean, look, this is not just about the sale barge, right? I mean, it is obviously about the sale barge, but if this happens... This could really open up the doors for a lot of cool stuff, right? Oh, yeah. like a cantina playset, or I mean, all Blockade kinds of runner. stuff. Yeah, Blockade Runner. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the questions at the Q and A afterwards, if I may. Was um, I mean, all the Q and A was about was about this and about vintage collection. Those are the only questions I had. I wanted to ask questions about the five POA line, but I never got a word in edgewise. But Hasbro asked us. You know, because, you know, there was like, if this succeeds, are there going to be more? And they're here like, of course. And then they they offered up. They said, how would you like us? How would you go about building a Death Star? Or, you know, how how would you design a Death Star? So, I mean, that's that's what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I hope it works out because I want, I, like I said on my show last week, I don't care about the sale. I was never a sail barge guy. It, this one looks really cool, and I'll buy it. But I want the other stuff that they can do after this, much more. See, I I want this. If this is the last thing they make before they go out of business, before Star Wars ends, which I, we all know it's not, but if this is how it ended. I'd be so happy. I I actually know exactly where I'm going to display this. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go for this with the sail barge. Um. I'm right with you, Jason. This is something I've yeah. always wanted. I have a specific is, spot for it. If this is it, the last it's... Star Wars vehicle ever, I'll be, you know, happy. Although if this passes, you know, then like Chris said, who knows what's next? Which, well, it could open them up not just for gigantic things like this, but maybe just. Uh... Smaller vehicles that would cost a lot more that we would normally get, or you know stuff yeah. that you know, we would maybe maybe a um, 
uh, uh, Gungan sub from episode one, where you know it's not going to be tremendously expensive, but Hasbro never felt to put it out at retail because didn't think it would sell enough. In this sort of factor, it might actually yeah. work. You know, oh, they were talking about even, that. They talked about figures, you know, waves of figures that would be Haslab. So sure. yeah, it's, and it's everything is on the guess table. My guess is that everything from Haslab, if this is successful, won't necessarily be a Kickstarter. It's just going to be a new model to try to sell stuff directly to collectors. That could be. I have gotten a kick out of some of the people commenting about the price on this, and they're saying, "Oh, well, if it makes it happen, you know, you'll see these in Walmart, and I'll get it on clearance." I'm like, it's kind of the point. This is not going to be on yeah. clearance. This is not going to be at Walmart. Can you imagine Walmart carrying a four foot long vehicle? The market vehicle has there? changed too much in the last ten years. The big big retailers are never going to order stuff like this for their shelves. They're just, it's just not going to no. happen. Um, you know, kids, this is, this is an adult, this is an adult collectible. And maybe it's sad that the best star Wars toys are now adult collectibles, but they are, you know, when I was a kid, I had no interest in the toys my dad played with, but you know, whatever he wouldn't trucks or whatever, you know, no interest. And I don't expect my son to have interest in this kind of stuff. And I, I just think it's a it's the the market's changed and if it's an adult thing now, I can roll with that. Well, this is what this is what this is all about. This is the adult mm-hmm. market now. I mean, there's a clear cut now between the children's toys that you buy on the shelf for you know your five POA figures, and then you have this, yeah, right. And so there is a very clear distinction. Mm-hmm. You brought up the example of the the model right, train, exactly. right? Going this the, the route yeah, of the model that's train. That's where Star Wars toys are headed. And uh, to specialty yeah. stores it, and online, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, with Toys R Us now kind of yeah. going away slowly, I guess you know they're they're looking at ways on how to sell directly right. to the customer and. I mean, if that's how they can do it, I mean, that's yeah. how they do it then. Uh, I, I think you're overstating it a little bit, Jason. Um, you know, toys themselves may be, I mean, headed towards specialty shop. Well, not specialty shops because Toys R Us is closing. But, I mean, Star Wars toys sell a lot. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, they were down last year, what, 20% or something like that. But it's still got to be one of Hasbro's biggest mm. brands. Yeah, it didn't lose money. It was just down from previous right. I just, right. I just yeah. see it. Le- I mean, the nearest store to me is Fred Meyer. And the same figures that have been there since probably October are still there. I just don't – I don't see kids looking at them. I don't see – and, you know, I'm not – not that I'm there all day. So I could, you know, I just – I really feel like kid kid interest in Star Wars toys is dwindling. Well, I think kid interest in action figure kind right. of toys is dwindling. Right. Yeah. So it's more about video games uh, for. Right. For I mean, kids. like, look, like Black Panther came out. It made as much, nearly as much money as Last Jedi in the first week, and probably will end up, you know, very profitable movie. It'll be one wave of figures. Yeah. I mean, when I was, you know, when that when I was a kid, that's it. And a new Star Wars movie was coming out. I pined for the new figures. Like it consumed consumed me almost and i just i just don't see kids with that mindset anymore 
I have a two-year-old, so I get to see him grow up and see. I guess I get to see firsthand how this plays out. Tom. Yeah, I can confirm. I can confirm what you're saying. Yeah. Right. So. Tom. Java sail. What's up? Yeah, I'm just asleep again. <laughs> Java sail barge. Java sail barge. You know what, I find, you know what I find problematic about? You know what I find pop problematic what? about the barge? That damn sitting in there and then. Oh, say that again because you cut out. Say that one more time. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I find pop? Pro, you know what I find problematic about the uh, sail no. barge? Why, do, why can't I say that? Is the uh, is the fact that there's a there's a corpsey poor little hammerhead <laughs> sitting in that jail cell? Yeah, he didn't do nothing. He Did didn't that happen in the movie? And we missed it. I don't know. Um, but if you want to hear my two cents, I think I'm looking at the the little baubles and odds mm. and ends in here, and the sail barge is just pretty freaking yeah. amazing as far as detail goes. You're this is the this is really the pinnacle of uh, of any playset. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it. It reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Playmobil playsets where they have just all kinds of little mm-hmm. odds and ends and things to play with. I mean, if all of this stuff comes loose, like the the axes and the little 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 Java fishy creatures yeah. and 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 everything else, and there's like little buttons and little cannons all over the place. If all of this stuff is articulated and you can take it off the wall and that kind of thing, that is that is so awesome. And the fact that it's it's not even painted and it just looks amazing like this. Uh, I don't I don't I'm not a real big fan of the whole Kickstarter approach, but what you're paying for and if this comes to fruition, it's is worth five dollars. Yeah. Five dollars, five is, is is easily worth right. five hundred dollars, right. no question. And I would have gotten one of these if if I was a modern mm-hmm. collector. But number one, I don't have any room, and number two, I would have to go out and buy all the old Jabba's henchmen from like two thousand five all the way, or or nineteen ninety five all the way to yeah. the present. Yeah, I'm. I, it's 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 a ridiculously amazing project. And it's it's pretty exciting. And the only thing I can say is I hope that you guys get a chance to yeah. get this. And and if and if you do, let me come over right. and play. So with what? That. So <laughs> you know, if it doesn't happen, you know, and it's I think it's 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 impossible to call right now if this is going to happen or not. If it doesn't, is it gonna? Is there going to be this huge? Is there going to be like a? Um, with the with modern collectors, this kind of um, community depression that sets in. I'm good question, Matt. I don't know. It doesn't happen. Oh, there'll be anger and dissension and conspiracies and blame. <laughs> And anger and, you know, people who thought this was the greatest vehicle ever will say, oh, well, they took the wrong vehicle. Uh, I hope it. I don't want to be around if this thing doesn't get made. Yeah. Yeah. If we think Star Wars fans are split over whether it be Last Jedi or whatever else, if it doesn't happen, the split's going to become even wider, I think. You know, I was thinking if it this is if they don't make the barge. It's world. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, my it's what thought, it is. 
We're all we're all yeah. dead. Hopefully nobody really. jumps out a window or something. But we're going to be invaded <laughs> by North Korea and Russia because they wanted the march my, too. <laughs> my thought is if it doesn't happen, that maybe I could build one myself. Now I can't, and I'm not going to be able to build one like this. But you know, I've seen some pretty good custom sail barges online. And maybe that would be a fun project that I could just start on my own and take a couple of years and try to build one on my own. Go to yeah, Walmart. this is something I was planning on building, and since they're doing this now, I'm like, oh, well, I'm gonna wait on that. Yeah. Thing. Um, and the so if this does make it now, if only the U.S. people get it, um, that would be sad, and I'm sure the value in this thing will skyrocket. I mean, if. It, I don't suggest anybody buy anything, any of these toys as an investment. I would never suggest that, but I can see this like uh, appreciating in value quickly if it does happen. Isn't that crazy to think, though, that there's going to be people buying this to sell it next year to people who decided not to buy yeah, it this well, year, but next year I'm want to sure buy it for there's more already, money? You know, Pretty much. Some of those, those comic shops and, and, and e-retailers, they've got to be considering at least buying a couple to resell. I think so, too. And that brings up the question, how many backers do we really have? Are those backers, or does that number also include people who purchase four or five? No, Gus Lopez um, posted, he purchased two. He's not even a vintage, I mean, he's not even a modern collector. I, I would assume the number on there is number of barges backed rather than number yeah. of people. Oh no, that's yeah, that's the total number. Yeah. Okay, so no, but I will number. say if it does, it'll be one of those things where you know you hear, you know, people say, you know, the number of people who claim they were at some event is always ten times as many as who mm -hmm. were actually there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure if this is not pat, if this does not reach its five thousand goal, there will be twenty thousand people who said, "Well, I backed it." And you didn't, and yeah. I mean it's it's going to be crazy. It's going to be an interesting uh, thirty six days. It's hard not <laughs> to check the site frequently to see what the numbers have done. I need to like, oh yeah, I need to like <laughs> let it go for a little bit. I think. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it does happen. Um, and then if it if that wasn't enough. They also showed a couple new figures that we might want for the skiff, right? The yak face, and who's the other skiff? Who's the other? Cloud two, two skiff guard. So they showed the, so they showed some. Uh, they didn't show the figures, right? They just kind of online released images of. Yeah, the computer-generated yeah. computer images. Yeah, they had the figures the, that you might want yeah, if you're going to buy this sail barge. Um, so that's cool. Um, and let's, and then, oh, we also didn't mention, uh, the Star Wars Ultimate Co-Pilot Chewy. $129.99. Looks kind of like the, uh, reminds me of Furbaka, but it's actually looks more like Chewbacca than a, Fur than, than a Furby. Um, my wife bought that. My what wife bought one, things? and it is very annoying. If you even if you even <laughs> breathe around it, it'll turn on and start chatting and stuff. Oh my god! Um, who's gonna pay one hundred and thirty dollars for terrible. this? Anyone? 
Uh, no. <laughs> people who bought Furbaka. <laughs> but that's Jason. He's not going to yeah, get so it. Yeah, so Jason will have and my one wife bought in the for, house. Furbaka. I did not. I like Chewy as much as the next guy, but, uh, you know, not, not that yeah. much. I mean, for all it's worth, and I really thought that Furbaka was, you know, the worst thing I ever saw. No offense. But, you know, I mean, this thing's harmless. It's It's totally, you know... But it's not something for me, but it's not like the Furbaka was just weird. This is what it is, you know. Pretty expensive so, though for what it is. Yeah, you know, it's expensive. It makes good Chewbacca noises and whatnot, and yeah. fine. Chris, what's your thought on yeah. this? Yeah, the world wants to know. Well, I think it's super you cute. You can get one for your kid. Super you can cute. Get one for your daughter. Son. Oh man, if this if this goes down to like thirty or forty dollars, yeah, probably. I mean, I know that once she sees this, she's gonna want it. Um, I know Chewbacca is one of her favorite. No, um, Chewbacca is one of her favorite uh, characters, really. And uh, you know, I know that if she sees that in the store, she's gonna want that. Um, but one hundred and thirty dollars—that's just crazy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. Um. Anything else anybody wanted to mention specifically about Toy Fair? It yeah. was awesome. I, best Toy Fair in uh, best Toy Fair in like what ten years? I agree. I was because that's like legacy collection yeah. times, you know. That's how that felt. I'd say like yeah, twenty ten when they dumped the vintage collection on us, right? Yeah. Yeah. So great stuff. Did you guys check out anything besides Hasbro? No, not really. Um, Funko, I looked at some of their, not Funko, I'm sorry, Super 7. They have some interesting non-Star Wars items. Nothing I'll buy, but interesting. Uh, Uncle Milton's doing Star Wars skeletons, like a Tauntaun, a Rancor, that sort of thing. And they're doing skulls that you can dig up through, you know, like mounds of dirt type thing. I thought that was very interesting. I hadn't seen that before, so I thought that was uh, a little more interesting. Lego didn't show a whole lot. I, I think they had one new set or something they showed. It really wasn't much. I was surprised. Yeah, Lego didn't have a lot. Gentle Giant had some new lines, you know, that they're they're pushing. They've got like enamel pins based on the vintage figures that they've got coming out. They've got little, you know, two inch reproductions of the vintage lunch boxes and yeah, new lunch boxes and the vintage style that are that are kind of neat, but they had just pre-production stuff there. They're bringing back the the bust ups, which were those, you know, two inch tall mini busts. So were people asking for more busts? That was really, I had no idea. <laughs> no, I was certainly not. But whatever, they think there's a market for that. You know, and they'll be at up by the up at the front of, uh, you know, Target and that sort of place where you, you know, buy trading cards and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they'll think they'll have more of a presence. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, I mean, yeah, I mean, Funko, I don't follow Funko, so I didn't really know what was new or not new, although they had a whole line of bags and purses there that seemed to be new to me, but that was about it. Purses. Purses. Mm-hmm. I put a bunch of pictures up on the Facebook page, but they're neat, but you know, I'm not a purse guy. So big enough for figures, right? Yeah. You could put a lot of figures in them. 
<laughs> Hasbro also had the uh, baton, that stormtrooper, the oh yeah, from the first order baton, oh, yeah. which you know they they uh, that's what they brought out on stage and demonstrated, and um, you know as their you know new black series accessory that coming like up. Something, so that was like something that something kids would um. Uh, injure their siblings with. Like what? What's I mean? What else do you do with that thing besides hit people with it? I mean, that's the <laughs> point. Of it, right? Gonna uh, be a lot of bloody noses in the yeah. Star Wars universe. They should soon. make it inflatable, like the old vintage uh, Kenner lightsaber was back in '79, uh, where it just <laughs> right. falls apart instead of. <laughs> oh, oh, that Black Series Darth Vader helmet. Did you get to see that, Matt? Oh yeah. Uh, they did not have one out that I if that, that I helmet, saw. If that but oh. they did, they showed the slide. If that helmet is in proper proportion. I want it. Yeah, me too. I just can't tell from what I've seen if it's actually the right proportions or if it's more of a Don Post looking helmet. It looked like I mean, from the pictures I saw, it looked like the helmet was bigger than a Don Post. Like the actual helmet top was bigger, but it still didn't look like. I mean, I don't expect it to look like 501st uh, quality, but it didn't look up there with uh, like the old, more expensive Ruby's costume helmet either. So, I don't know. Hey Matt, what was the uh, the buzz like uh, on the show floor? Like after the sail barge was shown? It was all sail barge. It was all sail barge. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, there was you know everybody was getting in line to take pictures of. You know, all the the solo figures and the vintage collection stuff. But, you know, everybody kept coming back to the barge. You know, Mark Boudreaux was there. He was answering questions. It was, you know, it was the centerpiece of their display. I mean, literally, you know, in the Star Wars alcove, it was in the, you know, the prime spot. So Mm -hmm. that's, you know, nobody expected it. And it was unlike any anything, you know, we all knew we were going to see vintage collection figures and we even if we didn't know for sure that we'd see Han Solo, we knew they were coming. But, right. I mean, this was, you know, out of the blue. So. Yeah. But it was nice to have, you know, positive energy around there for once. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. One other thing I want to mention, Ryan, you and Jake are doing a panel at Emerald City Comic Con this week. Yes, um, on Thursday, March 1st, we are doing a panel. It's actually, we're taking the panel that Jake and Matt did at Celebration, and we're adapting it slightly for Emerald City. It's mostly the same things. We're updating, of course, a few you things get Matt's towards permission. the end. But, yeah, I assume Jake got Matt's permission. <laughs> yeah, Jake cleared it with me. Hopefully you guys aren't uh, going on against Kathleen Kennedy. No, we're not. No, so. I think we're going against the uh, puppeteer for BB-8, but uh, that's about it. Um, but we're doing a 40 for 40 highlights, uh, from four decades of Star Wars collectibles. And we're just going to get a, it's almost year by year, almost year by year. Uh, but it's 40 different sets or collections or types of things that have come out for Star Wars over the, over the 40 years of the run. It should be pretty interesting. That'll be at four o'clock on Thursday. Um, like I said, March 1st at Emerald City Comic Con. Cool. Yeah, I look forward to it. Right. 
Um, anything else anybody wanted to mention or talk about before we wrap things up? <laughs> that is going to conclude this episode. I really want to thank everybody who's joined me tonight. Tom from IGrewUpStarWars.com. Good talking to you guys again. So, it was a pleasure. Hope we do this more often yes. in the future, guys. Hint, hint. Yes. Um, Chris B. from JediBusiness.com and Toy Run Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's uh, great talking to you guys again. And I look forward to hearing your new episode on Friday. Maybe we can get that other guy from Toy Run to uh, join his old school friend sometime again soon, too. Yeah, he's got a nasty cold. He'll be back. He's got a nasty cold. He'll be back. Ryan? Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on here. It's good to do. I'm going to continue doing my YouTube videos. Um, My plan is to, because with the sail barge announcement, I'm actually going to start reviewing some of the larger vehicles made and kind of go through those. Uh, So you should look for those starting to hit here soon. And from this week in Star Wars podcast, Matt Fox. Thanks for having me, as always. It's a lot of fun. For Galaxy of Toys, this is Jason saying good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.